Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Hello, gorgeous. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. I am, of course, your host, Natasha Mundy, and I am so happy and excited to be here today to talk to you all and, you know, hopefully leave you with a little inspiration today. So on the podcast today, what we're actually talking about Um, in essence is embodiment, but not just embodiment, but how do we actually do that? All right. Because, you know, there is so much talk about, you know, embodiment, especially when we're talking about goal setting and future selves and who is this version of you and blah, 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 blah. But sometimes we don't get back into the nitty gritty of like, how can we actually, actually do that? Um, and so I'm going to give you some hacks and some tips today to be able to, um, you know, show you what works for me and hopefully, hopefully it might be something that works with you. And of course, as always, like I said last week, take what works for you, take what you resonate with and leave the rest. And you do that with anything and anyone you come across and any learning that you do. And you'll have this beautiful little arsenal of things that work for you because you are so unique and amazing and you know you're going to have a unique and amazing bunch of gifts to be able to work with as well and tools which is so exciting so what is going on in the kiss my crown world or my world let's talk about my world today because the kiss my crown world it is all things self-love club it is also things self-love club and you should already be in it. You really should. If you're looking for like that life transformation, but something that comes from deep within me and it's not just a topical, like let's work on our money mindset or our money blocks or this or this or that. No, we're getting down to the deep, the root of the issues, the the root cause of a lot of, of the things. And that's what we do in self-love because a lot of that root cause is actually comes down to our relationship with ourself and if we don't heal that first and we don't come from a place of doing things from there, then, you know, you're probably never going to quite, you will manifest and you will get some goals and you'll do some cool shit, but you may not get to the level that you want to be, or you may not just not even start and just live life continuously on the autopilot. So you should be in the self-love club, plain and simple, <laughs> plain and simple, but I do have some other things in the works at the moment, which I am really, really excited about. I am about to launch uh, um, in the creation process of a new masterclass. And I've got a little free little tidbit that's going to be coming out soon, which is also a masterclass, but it's like a little mini masterclass, a little mini course. And then I'm going to have a big proper masterclass, which I'm really really excited about on different all areas of your life. So 
I don't want to give too much details about that yet. I am starting to drop some hints over on Instagram. So if you're not already following me there, jump on there to do that. That would be amazing. And yeah, what's going on in my world at the moment? My world is actually cruising along pretty good and I'm pretty happy about it. And I don't want to tell you too much about it because it is a little bit about what we're talking about today. So, but what I will say is the other day I did a masterclass. Um, I did a paid masterclass um, called Limitless and I love doing, like I, you know, I invest in myself all the time. I love doing coaching and, you know, and a lot of the time, sometimes with this coaching stuff that I do, so like this one Limitless, for example, it wasn't um, anything that I hadn't, that I didn't already know, right? It wasn't anything that I didn't already know. And especially deep down, you're like, yeah, I know that. Oh yeah, I've been told that. Yeah, I've learned that. And, and it's not about that. Sometimes it's really not about that. What, what sometimes it's about is about being in the energy of people who have achieved their goals, who are further along in their journey than what you are. And sometimes you just need a little bit of a kick in the ass because, you know, I know for me that, you know, like I recognized it earlier this year that I was playing probably a little bit small and, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, um, and I definitely realized that with this masterclass as well, because, you know, we were talking about what it is that we really, really wanted. And, and I noticed that like, I can have really big lofty dreams, especially when it comes to my business and what it is that I do. But then I seem to, you know, we talk about, you know, sometimes there's a practical way you can chunk goals down into smaller goals to make them achievable. But what I do is I, I, make them realistic, you know, and I start and I let self doubt creep in. So then I sort of lower the bar a little bit and then I lower the bar a little bit more and then I lower the bar a little bit more. I'm afraid to play in that really big space and declare what it is that I want and go after it and, you know, just sort of be all in and in on it. Like, yeah, like I'll be all in when I like chunk it down. But when I talk about the big thing, and, and I think sometimes that's really good for people in the sense that sometimes like having a really big lofty goal can be overwhelming, but what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm not necessarily chunking it down. I'm, I'm lowering the bar each and every time. So then I'm changing the goal I'm changing the goalpost to bring it closer rather than just chunking it down into smaller goals to work towards. So it was a huge kick in the ass, a huge kick in the ass for me. Um, and it, it was exactly, exactly what I needed. And I needed to get specific on what it was that I actually really, really wanted. And, you know, and as much, and, you know, and of course you then surrender that, you know, but, you know, now I sort of go, okay, no, this is what I want. And I'm actually not actually settling for less regardless of how long it takes. Like I just, I'm going to keep going. And I think that's where I sort of was a little bit because sometimes you can get to a point and you're like, I'm, I'm just going to give up. <laughs> and, um, and I loved it because there was a thing in there, you know, we talk about average people shit and then limitless people shit. And, you know, like average people shit is that they give up before they get there, you know, like that's average people thinking. And, you know, average people thinking isn't going to get me to where I want. So limitless thinking is just believing that it's mine anyway and then just doing the inspired action and and that sort of stuff just to get there and just just keep on going so 
that's where I'm at. That's where my headspace is at. But what it also brought up is, you know, again, about that embodiment. So working out who that version of you is, because I really, for me personally, I felt like, this is a beautiful segue into our topic today. I love it. Um, for me, what I felt like is that I, in the first six weeks of this year, so up until now, I had already stepped into my future self. I had already become her. I'm like, okay. And, um, and there is something, you know, there's a bit of, you know, you can have a little bit of, it depends how woo-woo you get, you know, you might be woo-woo or you might not be. That's cool. It's up to you. I'm a bit on the woo-woo side and I love it. Um, but there was this talk about this quantum portal that people who were light workers or, you know, sort of people who practice their spiritual work and stuff like that had seen like this, like collectively an actual, and I spoke about this the other week too, I think, um, collectively had experienced this big quantum shift in, in six weeks. And that basically we, we learned and took all the lessons that we were meant to learn in, I think it was a two year period and have applied, you know, done it in the first six weeks. And I definitely felt like life is that because God has it thrown me so many curveballs already. Um, yeah, and I sort of, and I felt like I could feel that. It's so weird to explain because I can't explain how I felt it, but I just, I felt that on a different level. And I felt like I had stepped into that version of me already. So, you know, and of course, you know, I'm all, you know, enjoy the ride and enjoy the present moment. And I didn't want to rush into the next version of me yet or want it moving towards there because I wanted to take some time to really figure out what it was that I wanted. And, you know, and, and, and I always think like when things like masterclasses or things like that come up on coaches that I'm like, yeah, I really wanted that. Like, that's a fuck yes. You know, like whether, you know, and that's a bit, you know, whether I could afford it or not, I'm doing it anyway. Um, because as I said, it's about being in that energy, but the timing of it, like I, nothing's a coincidence to me. I don't believe in coincidences and, that was clearly something that I was meant to do and meant to hear. And, you know, the fact that I heard it at the time when I needed to work out my direction and where I wanted to go, it was just that perfect, you know, synchronicities, right, that just led to this moment. So it was really, really exciting. But what we were talking about, you know, like, so, you know, we're setting like, you know, like sort of five big goal, like big goals so they're almost like those real big goals that you don't tell anyone about they're, they're kind of like a secret like I, I want to be a Hollywood actress or you know I don't know bigger goals and I um I you know really had to challenge myself to get really specific about what I want as well because I was called out of you know for not being specific what what you know like oh I, I want you know this life of freedom what does that actually mean you know like you know and okay okay I have to be specific about what it is that I want. I need to own what it is that I want. And sometimes, you know, like for me, and I'll share some of the stuff that I want. I don't want to share all of it because this is my journey too, you know, like in some of it, I do want to play a little close to me um, because I don't want to let some energy in the space that is going to deter me from what it is that I want. I guess that's why I'm trying to protect it a little bit. But, you know, one of the things is that I do want to live a life of luxury. I'm a Libra. <laughs> I like pretty things. I like nice things. I like everything to look stunning, you know. And um, 
you know, and getting really specific about what that is and, and what that was, but also not holding any shame onto that either, because sometimes it can be so um, sort of rorted in the system that we're conditioned that wanting nice things, you know, is so selfish and so materialistic, like, oh, yes, you know, and there are a lot of words that, you know, neg- that come with these real negative con- uh, connotations for wanting that sort of life. And so for me, you know, like it's always working through that as well, like, you know, and, and those sort of what can be negative feelings because I shouldn't feel negative about what I want. Like I want what I want and that's okay. Like, and that's, you know, really a sort of important lesson here. But what it is as well is, you know, you know, when we come and talking about embodiment, you know, like, and it is working out about your future self. And getting in touch with your future self. Now, I'm not very good. I've told you this before. I'm not very good at, um, like, envisioning. Like, you know, like sitting there and, and doing guided meditations. I can't vision that stuff, um, envision that stuff. Like, I can't see it. I'm not, it doesn't work for me like that. But I can definitely journal about it. And I can write about it. And I can write about And I can connect with the feelings of how it would feel if I was like that. I can write down what a day in life would look like for me or a week in a life and, and all that sort of stuff. But what it comes down to, right, is how do you actually embody that? And how do you embody that right here, right now when you are not, you know, like you're not near your goals? Um, so that's what I really, you know, like, how do we, how do we actually do that? I want to give you some sort of really practical stuff that you could take away from that, you know, from that and how I sort of worked, you know, with that, because there is a way to be able to embody that or, and and what sometimes embodying that means is, is you can sort of sit there and embody your mindset, like, okay, how would I feel, you know, if I already had a million dollars or how would I feel like, you know, how does, how do I feel when I feel like, you know, like, you know, how do I think, how do I act, what sort of choices do I make, you know, and, and who am I and, and all that sort of stuff. And when you write this down, there sort of really becomes some sort of themes within that, especially when you are doing it in a writing activity. So I do highly suggest to do that because you'll start to see sort of words. And what you realize is that I want to say there's sort of two elements to it, right? Because it is the way that you think and it is a mindset thing, but it's also the, the really most potent part of it is a feeling. It's how you feel um, when you have that thing. And it is actually quite easy to recreate feelings. And that is what the hack is here today is about recreating these feelings, right? Because I'm going to use like two ones for you as an example today is, you know, like I sit there and I say, like, I I want to live a luxurious life. I want to have luxury um, in my life. Okay. What, what is that? You know, when I, when I break it down, what is it? And it's actually a feeling, you know, there is things in this world that make me feel luxurious okay amazing so that is a feeling right so when you're embodying something you're actually embodying a feeling so what I suggest is especially if you're doing any of these journaling or these um uh 
you know, envisioning meditations or, you know, visualizations or anything like that is it is always, always about connecting with the feeling of how you would feel when you had these things. And okay, there the hack is, right, is there is a way to recreate those feelings in your life right here, right now. So for me, like, I want to feel luxurious. Okay, well, if I was to really break it down, and this is this is an activity that I have done this week, is what actually makes me feel luxurious? What makes me feel luxurious? And they are things like, for me, and I guess I have already been applying part of this principle in my life in general anyway, when I talk about incremental upgrades, these, are, these sort of go hand in hand with each other, right? But things for me that make me feel luxurious is fresh flowers in the home. There is no, you know, beautiful fresh flowers in a gorgeous vase that makes me feel luxurious. So guess what? I can go down to my local farmer's market. And this is, this is the great thing. This is where the incremental upgrades come in hand in hand, right? It's okay. I might right now, you know, while I'm, you know, saving for my house loan and doing all this, this sort of stuff, you know, blowing like $100 on like a fresh bouquet of, you know, beautiful roses every week or however long they last may be a little out of sight right now. But do you know what's not out of sight? Is that I go down to my local farmer's market once a fortnight and buy these beautiful, I think they're called lysiums. I can't remember what they're called. They're anyway, they're these beautiful pink and white, uh, pink flowers and white flowers. And so I get them. They last two weeks. So <laughs> means and now, make a, do you know how much they cost me? Thirteen dollars. Thirteen dollars. So for six, you know, think about it. You really want to break it down for six dollars fifty a week. I have recreated the feeling of luxury in my home. Plants always make me feel, houseplants, they make me feel luxurious. There's just something luxurious to me about having houseplants in the house. They add this greenness and this live element to your home. Um, And, you know, so for me, that makes me feel luxurious. So guess what? I buy houseplants, much to my husband's, uh, he hates it. No. Grace. But for me, they make me feel luxury. So I have, I even have plants in my office because they just make, they just, oh, I love the way that they make me feel. The other things that makes me feel luxurious is sparkling water. Drinking sparkling water. It makes me feel so fancy and luxurious. So guess what? There is always a bottle of sparkling water in my cupboard and one in my fridge. So I always have something on the go. And then the other thing that also makes me feel luxurious is Drinking out of beautiful glasses, whether they're crystal glasses or just really heavy, thick glasses that are, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? You know what I'm talking about, like wine glasses, champagne glasses, like that stuff, like in gorgeous looking glasses, that stuff makes me feel really luxurious. So it was something that I did as soon as I started working full time, I was in the position to do so. So I upgraded all of the glasses in our house to be these beautiful heavy glass they weren't full crystal glass they're not full crystal yet but they are these beautiful heavy decorated glasses you know like the that sort of look like crystal and they are thick and they are beautiful and I have them all matching there is nothing in your life that makes you feel more put together than having matching fucking glasses 
I tell you. You know, so these are some of the things that make me feel, you know, luxurious. Same with like fluffy robes. You know, like, you know, when you go to a hotel and you put on a fluffy robe and you just feel so relaxed and so luxurious. Like, again, that's a feeling. So now I'm I'm on the way. I'm ordering a um, Egyptian cotton, you know, fluffy bathrobe for myself um, to be able to to do that. It's the same with things as well, like when it comes to looking after my body and stuff. So there's a day spa that's opened up near me. So how, you know, like, sure, I might not be able to go get day spa treatments every week, but I can certainly put money aside to do it every quarter. You know, I can certainly put some money aside and go get a nice massage done or they've got a sauna in there like that. I can easily, you know, like afford every couple of weeks, if I'm honest, so I can go and have a nice sauna and still immerse myself in that feeling of feeling luxurious. And I can do that from a space of where I am. And that's how we hack this, right? Is that's how, you know, with embodiment, that is how we're doing it. You know, so you were how can you recreate what it is that you want in your life in the here and the now, you know, because really what it is that you, usually what it is that you want, you want it because of a way that it is going to make you feel, you know, like if you, if you have a money goal, chances are, if you have a money goal and Charlie, this is the next bit I'm going to talk about is that you want money and you might want, you might want to be a millionaire but why is it that you want to be a millionaire? What is it about being a millionaire that, that you want? And I will tell you that there's a 90% chance that it is about the freedom. You know, it is about a specific feeling of how it makes you feel. Maybe, maybe having money for you equals success. You will feel successful if you've made a million dollars. Or maybe if you are a multimillionaire, then you will have the financial freedom to do what it is, what you want when you want to do it, right? But overall, the the underlying of it, right, it is a feeling. It is a feeling. And, you know, this is what, you know, what you're chasing there is a feeling. So working out what it is that you want and then going, okay, and, and how is that going to make me feel when I have it? Because those feelings are the things that you can tap in right here, right now. And this is something that I've done this week is for me personally, is that I really have taken what I've written and I look at it and go, how can I apply this to my life right here, right now? Because another one for me, you know, is obviously financial freedom. And then when I think about it, when I look at what I've written about, about being financially free and being a multimillionaire and having a million dollar business and all that sort of stuff, is that I have the freedom, you know, and one of the things I guess that I really, and sometimes you can look at, you know, what it is that you don't want. But some what I err on the side of caution with this is because this is probably something that I did a lot is that I would focus on all the things that I didn't want. And of course, the universe doesn't know the difference between what you want and what you don't want. It just knows what you're focusing on. So if you're focusing on what you don't want, you're going to get more of it. Whereas you, instead of, you know, so yes, you can use it, what you don't want to work out what it is you do want, but then you need to shift that focus to what it is that you do want so that you're not stuck in that little, you know, thing there. And um, for me, what 
reflects freedom is you know like and when I write what I found like this it was this, this common occurrence and this current common theme when I was writing down about my morning you know like my day or what my day would look like if I you know was a multi-millionaire and had a multi-million dollar business is that I would have slow and intentional mornings where I would get up just sort of naturally when I felt like it and I would have a slow morning so I would get up and I could meditate I could journal I could have my coffee or I could just you know do my things Right. And then when I also looked, you know, that that version of me, God, she really looks after herself as well. Right. You know, like she just looks after herself just physically, mentally. She's nourishing herself correctly in her soul. And, you know, she's doing all this thing to be to also be her best. So I was like, how can I actually recreate that? You know, because there's nothing worse than that feeling of like, oh, I've got to be up in a rush. I've got to get to work. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. Because there's nothing worse than that feeling because that takes you so far away from this like reality that you're trying to create because it reminds you like you're in a rush. You've got to make it work on time. So it makes you realize that, you know, for me, that I'm not working for myself solely yet. And, you know, like it's just like this... <laughs> You can be the other side of things. It can be this whole thing and I feel like I'm in a rush and then you're angry and then it sets the tone for the day. And it just, you know, I don't like it. I don't like it. But, it, you know, when I looked at the other side of being financially free, for me, I'd be like, you know, this is what I would write, you know. Like I would start my morning off. I would just wake up naturally. I could lay in bed for a minute or, you know, whatever I wanted to do. And then I would get up and I could do some meditation and journaling. And I could have this time, this quiet time to myself. I thought, how can I recreate that in my life without getting up at 5 a.m.? Because guess what? This girl don't do that. I am not interested in getting up at fucking 5 a.m. I'm not even interested in getting up at 6 a.m. if I'm honest. It is not my thing. 7 a.m., it is my thing. I have done my time of having a child, a little babies, you know, who are up all the time and all that, you know, <laughs> you know, up through the early and stuff. I've done my time with that. Now I'm on to a preteen, you know, and they sleep in. It's nice. Um, my husband is a night out, so he sleeps in too. So I do have the ability to be able to sort of recreate this in my world of this like little window so now what I'm doing is I stopped going for my morning walks because what I was finding is that I was getting caught up in this whole boom, 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 like get up, get your clothes on, go for your walk, like and da, 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 and I'd have to get my walk done by a certain time so that I could come home to get the kid ready for school and, and you know, play my part in that sort of role, even if I wasn't the one dropping me off, but I would have to do all that to then rush back here to get set up to be logged on for work and, and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, how can I tweak that? Because I still want to walk every day because that does make me feel really, really, really good. So how can I recreate this and tweak this so that I feel good and so that I can have that slow and intentional morning because that is what makes me feel free and that is what makes me feel luxurious. So I took everything out that I needed to do. And... Like this week, so this week I've been getting up at, I've had an earlier shift at work, so I've been getting up at 6.45, so not still too early, still close to that 7, it just allows me like a little bit of time to get moving, 
And, you know, so now I get up and actually what I do when I wake up is I pick my first thought of the day, you know, like how luxurious is that? So that sets my mindset for how I want to feel, you know, and usually I do that sort of by affirmations, you know, like maybe it's a saying, maybe it's just one word and maybe it's just, you know, whatever I feel like I need at that particular time. That's what I do. And I started getting up and I've been having, you might sound this, you might not feel this sounds uh, luxurious or free or being slow or intentional, but it is for me is that I actually get up and I have a cold shower. Just a couple of minutes, just jump in there, cold shower, because also having a cold shower sort of helps to wake up my system, but eliminates me maybe needing to have a coffee first thing in the morning as well. And then what I do is I habit stack that. So I've habit stacked that with my skincare. So the first thing that I've done, and because that's the thing as well, like skincare for me, that makes me feel luxurious. You know, like I am like this, I am this luxurious woman who takes care of herself, all of herself, takes pride in herself. So she does her skincare and I God, it makes me feel so fucking luxurious. Right. So I'm doing that first thing in the morning. And so I've just habit stacked that and then I'll go out and then I meditate and then I do a little bit of journaling as well after I've meditated. And, you know, some days it can be longer and some days it's a bit shorter depending on the sort of time frame. But what that does is it doesn't make me feel like I'm in a rush to get my day started. It is allowing myself beautiful amount of time to just be. And for me, that was like that feeling of freedom. So I've been able to incorporate this feeling of being financially free into my day right here right now you know and it's the same like with the luxury as well like in that same morning routine I've also incorporated the the luxurious feeling of you know doing that sort of skincare so that I'm all ready to go and then you know depending how much time it is then I can do whatever I want you know like I can either if I need to go to work then I can go to work if I don't need to go just yet and I've got more time in the day or if it's a weekend then I can go do what it is that I want to do you know, and, and this is something, you know, just making that sort of, you know, little switch. Now, the other switch that I made, as I said, I still want to do my walks. So what I've done is I've turned them into sunset walks, because if you know me, sunset is my favorite time of the day. I love watching a sunset. And what I found at this house that I don't like, and it's like, it's a beautiful luxury just to be able to sit there and same with this, this freedom of time, just to be able to sit there in the present moment and enjoy the sunset in peace and quiet and beautiful tranquility and la 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 la. Like I love that, but it's not something that I've actually been able to harness here because I can't see the sunset. Like I can see it to a point here at our house. And if I sit out in my backyard, which is nice, but then we don't have the most accommodating neighbors and they have very noisy screaming, crying children who just are relentless with that. And, you know, for me, that's the very opposite of luxurious. So it's a nice opportunity to get out of the house and go for a walk. And what I find around this area here too, like there's a few people out, but there's just this general, general peacefulness at that particular time. And it's been incredible, you know, like, and it's just these little tweaks and it's like, but it still gives me that feeling of freedom. You know, I start my day off this way and I finish my day off that way and it's luxurious and it's Freedom is how I would be acting if I was financially free is doing these things. And I just, I fucking love it. And I just really encourage you 
to be able to work that stuff out for yourself as well. I could actually go on to this so much longer, but I'm not going to because, you know, I think we've gotten to the point <laughs> there because there's also other ways in which that I am doing it within my business and maybe that might be an episode for next week, I think, maybe. Um, but, yeah, just... I said, so the, the hack is, and to sum it all up beautifully with a nice little bow on it, is when you think about your future self, look at the feelings that, you know, when, when you look at your goals that you're trying to achieve, you know, like any goal really is a feeling goal. If you really think about it, you know, maybe, you know, even people like, I, I want to be fit and healthy, you know, like, because I want to feel energetic. I want to feel this and I want to feel sexy or I want to feel pretty or I want to feel you know whatever it may be you know like it's usually because it's a feeling underneath it um and that's the same with people wanting financial freedom or a different sort of career because it's you know work for themselves because they want that feeling so have a look what that is for you own it for starters that was the first step own it don't feel shame about it so you know, if you want money or you want a luxurious life, there is no shame around that. All right. We need to start rewriting those stories and change that narrative um, because, you know, we're very much in, you know, and it gets shown so much, especially in media at the moment. We're seeing like a lot of people with a lot of money not doing great things. You know, when we're talking about like, I guess, government and my favorite person at the Reserve Bank, um, you know, like we got to let go of that a little bit too because not everybody who has money is like, you know, like money in the hands of good people. Oh, that is some powerful fucking shit. So just remember that. So if that is something that you want, fucking own it and fucking go for it, all right? But, you know, look for what the feelings are with what it is that you want to achieve because you have the ability and that is the hack here and that's how we embody is by recreating those feelings in our life right here, right now. And what also tips the scale with that as well is when we are recreating those um, those feelings, we are an energetic match with what it is that we want because we are radiating at the same vibration of that, which is just amazing. So that can super track things coming towards you. But also it helps you to be able to then act from the mindset the person who's already achieved all this sort of stuff because you feel that way so when you feel that way you make choices based on that as well and that's how you know with this one here with the embodiment that's how we're hacking the system that is how we're getting it done all right all right my fabulous queen if you are not already this is one thing that i asked you with this podcast one thing that i asked you with this podcast please share it all right this is a free resource that can get out to hundreds thousands millions of women where they can learn something from this podcast to be able to apply into their lives for the better it is for the greater good it's for being able to change the world one woman at a time so all i ask you to do is you know this is a free resource that anybody can access so please share this episode share it on social media send it to somebody suggest to somebody that they listen to this podcast all right because that is how we change the world, ladies. And a simple act like that, it's not about me changing the world or anything like that. It's about us changing the world as a collective. So, you know, sharing this and these sort of tools with other women and not gatekeeping is how we just make this collective change for the better. 
Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.